Welcome, everybody, to This Is Real with Juan Martinez. And Stephanie Rave. And my God, this has been years of waiting because we used to be on the radio with Get Wrapped in Real Talk, and now we're back. On the same station, Homecoming. We're, that's it, 100.7. man. 100.7. And we're, we're excited about it, man. We get to give the people truth. We get to give them what is real in, in just every arena, right? We're going to be talking about so many things. Several this is topics. exciting times. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My Your name is... Juan. Juan. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so, you know, it's cool because we get to keep it 100, as yeah, people would say, real. We're going to give them truth. So what, yeah, man. what is it? What's real? Uh, well, let me give you the, the dictionary version of what is real. So it says real, actually existing as a thing or occurring in fact, not mm. imagined or supposed. Not imagined. Yeah. It, it, it talks about also uh, of a substance or thing, not imitation or artificial, but genuine. Genuine. I love that one because it says genuine, not counterfeit. I think there's a lot of counterfeits around here. I think so, man. And the Bible's also always warning us against false prophets and right. false things. So, I mean, we don't even like false sneakers. Like the reality. I mean, let's <laughs> yeah. be real. Like we, we don't like you always want things the authentic, that are fake. Give me yeah. the tag. Yeah. But isn't it crazy how in the world, everything. like like pre-Jesus or BC, right? Like we we claim to want what's real but you can't mm -hmm. handle the truth type yeah. thing you know but when you try to be real with someone and really give them something genuine they really don't like it true so at this show what we're trying to do is what keep, keep it, it real. real that's it so right now we want to introduce reintroduce you guys to pastor juan martinez what's going on i mean yeah that's you were on the radio do. back then but maybe there's a few new listeners few people that you know are listening now for the first time Love and i it. want them to get to know Come you on, to so let us know, know. juan martinez who Come are on. you what do you do what are you about who am i who am i <laughs> come on um well let me tell you something who i am today is um you know obviously a son of jesus right mm -hmm. so first and foremost i'm a child of the king always right that's that's automatic Fact. but you know people live off of titles and stuff yeah so i'm gonna share a little bit <clears throat> i guess on who i am yeah and, what do you do uh, you know i'm a husband i'm a husband you know i love that i, I love mm -hmm. being a husband because i have an incredible fine wife <laughs> so you know baby ruth you know i love you and so obviously I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm proud to be a Amen. husband. I'm proud to be a father. These yes. are things that I wasn't proud of. So it might yes. sound like, like oh, no, of course. Yeah, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. Are. Uh, I am a pastor of Get Rap Church, right? Okay, shout um, out. You know, I, I oversee a couple campuses. We're launching one in the southeast. We have another campus in New London, Connecticut, with pastors Joel and Jill. Wow. And, um, you know, I'm also a director of the John Maxwell team, you know, so I'm really into leadership. I try to be well-rounded. Yeah, um, it sounds like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, well, some will know me as <clears throat> AKA Dr. Love. Dr. Love. Yeah, the reason okay. for that is because I'm really passionate about marriage. Okay. And, I mean, my teacher knows more about love than anyone in the planet, and that would be God, Jesus, right? Yep. Jesus. Yeah. So, you know, I, I like I like the whole Dr. Love catchphrase, you know, um, they thought I would never amount to something. And now I'm a doctor. Okay. So I, I'm just passionate <laughs> about marriage the guru. marriage thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of one who brings light. Guru is one who brings light to the dark in a dark situation. And how long have you been means. a pastor for? Um, well, I've been pastoring now. Let's see. Um, seven years for Get Wrapped, a year and a half where I stepped in to help somebody. And that's actually how I found. Okay. You know, it was doing the thing that I did not want to do where I really found my calling. Wow, that and says a lot. That says a lot, yeah. That's a, it's one of those pff, mic yeah. drop things. But <laughs> it, it's cool because a lot of times we don't want to do things and God's trying to show you who you really are in those wilderness experiences, right? Yeah. He's really trying to show you that. So that's what he did with me. And so I've been probably pastoring in total about eight and a half years. Started ministry in about 2010. Mm -hmm. I went to school and stuff like that. And we'll talk about that in the next one. Yeah. But, and right now I'm also like... Um, I, a, a friend. I'm a friend. Yeah, you're a good friend. Uh, you know? And so, uh, <laughs> no, but you know, uh, marriage, leadership, uh, pastoring, and uh, I travel around and speak. Okay. Uh, I do a lot of evangelism stuff. Evangelism is like just really what, you know, what big permeates. on your heart. Yeah, yeah. Big, man. I love your roots, to reach I feel the like. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because I feel like, uh, I feel like all you have to do, what's my purpose? You know, what he pulls you out mm -hmm. from is, you know, he basically wants you to go back to it. It's cool that you said that. It pulls you out from because, okay, mm. you heard everything about him. He's a pastor. Yeah, he's a pastor. leader. You know, mentors, people, Dr. Love over Dr. here. Dr. Love. Um, so that, you know, so then you're probably a, a PK, pastor's kid. You, you know, you had a great life growing up. Or is that not realistic <laughs> as to who Juan Martinez was? 
before all of this. Tell us who you were before. Because, you know, somebody oh, hears that and they're like, oh, he went to school. He's been a on. pastor for this long. Yes, yes. He must have, you know, he must have gone to ministry school and all this stuff. But that's not what your reality was, right? No, no, no. All right, no. let us know. I, who was Juan like, Martinez? I'm more like the never would have made it. <laughs> I never would have made it, you know. Um, and here's the thing. Um, so most of my life at the age of 13, I started selling drugs. You know, I started hanging around people on the block, you know, all that. For those that don't know, it's in what block? area. Uh, what you block? Know, really in Hoboken, okay, right outside you grew up in Hoboken. Right Got outside it. of Manhattan. So, you know, at a young age, we would jump in turnstiles and going to New York. And, wow. You know, and so uh, Hoboken, my view was always the skyline. The New York skyline was literally my nice. view. Like, I yeah. remember seeing the Twin Towers and then not seeing the Twin Towers, mm-hmm. and, you know. So um, I grew up there just hanging out, smoking pot. One thing led to another. Before you know it, I'm, I'm selling drugs. Wow. Um, selling drugs took me all around the United States. I guess in that time I was in different high schools and stuff. Okay. Um, and then, you know, basically um, my, that's where my life went. It was a life of destruction. It was a life that I, the truth that you embrace is the reality that you live. Right. So I picked up a lot of ideologies based upon the atmospheres or the people I hung out with or, you know, how they, you know, I believe, yeah. is this how I could look back and I see, man, I could see when people think where they're s- sourcing it from, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so you pick up your Puerto Rican things, you pick up, which are great, culture, like the food and all that, culture, everything, yeah, everything, like everything. That. What, what, everything. What's your belief system like when you were growing up? Were you, you know, <clears throat> church kid? What did it look like? Oh my God. Well, I went to church. I went to a Catholic church, St. Joseph's, mm-hmm. right? Big shout out to St. Joseph's. <laughs> I mean, they had a part in it, right? Yeah, because it, it, it showed me that there was a God. Yep. And, um, you know, my mom, you know, did the best that she could by trying to keep me in church and doing certain things. But at our so church, there was some some type of fundamental faith there, but yeah, maybe but, not exactly what people think. Yeah, because it was kind of like you could do whatever you want to do. And as long as you said the Our Father and the Hail Mary and the Acre Patrician, you know, depending upon what you did, you said it a bunch of times. So mm-hmm. it was... You could do that, and then you could do whatever you want to do. Yeah. So, so that was your vision of who, you know, God, faith, how sure, he all was of that worked. Far work. away, yeah. He yeah. was really far, 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 far away, and uh, he was, like, super far. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Father, are you out there? Not yeah. even that, because it was just repetition. Was he a father figure, would you say? Mm, no, he okay. wasn't a father figure. I didn't call him father. He was just he... God, and you went to him in case of emergency. Okay. A backup and plan. Yeah. And so, so it'll was, break the glass in case of emergency. In fact, there was a, a, a form of godliness with no power thereof, mm-hmm. uh, just religion. Just right. everything on the outside, right? I put the little water on my forehead. If I, you know, I go do God things on Sunday, and then Monday through Saturday, I did whatever I wanted to do. Right. And that's what I really thought it was, right? Just you mess up, go to God. Mess up, go to God. And just live however you want to so live. So with that foundation, and then <clears> you're <throat> traveling around the whole world, selling drugs, doing your whole life. How did you become a pastor? How did that turn? Uh, well, mm, well, I've spent a lot of, I spent almost 10, sometimes I, I say most of the time 10 because I feel like it's a safe number, but I've probably done about 11 and a half, but here and there in prisons or state prisons or county jails. Mm-hmm, behind bars. Uh-huh, behind bars. And you know that, the, the whole point of this show is to really get you out of the bars that you're in because uh, mm-hmm. sometimes we think that people who are incarcerated uh, are the it's people who are in prison. Thing. It's a physical thing. But yeah. it's you can be incarcerated. The p- reason the people are incarcerated is because they all thought the same. Right. Uh, so they're thinking, they were incarcerated before they in got incarcerated. Thinking. Yeah, they were locked up before they got, they were bound. Mm-hmm. And what what was internal became a manifestation here right. on the earth, right? So you see them locked up. And when I go to prisons and I talk to people, uh, or if you're listening out there today, um, basically that's why it says you have to renew your mind, you have to be born again, right? right? right. So... Um, in that time of incarceration, I had an encounter, you know, I like calling it love, live, lead. In other words, I encountered love, you know, say, isn't it live, love, lead? I said, no, I didn't, I didn't begin to live until I encountered love. When I came face to face with love and I really realized that God loves me, that he died for me, right? Um, I had an encounter with love. I began to live. And now my attempt is to lead others to the very same love. I want to introduce you to the love that I met. So what right. did that encounter look like? When, when did it change? When did it go from drug dealer Juan Martinez to, you know what, I'm all out for the Lord? Well, I was in a prison cell facing 25 years and, um, you know, under 250 grams of meth. And I was sitting in a prison cell and I just, I think it was the first time that I spoke to God. And it wasn't a Our Father who art in heaven. It was like, 
if you can hear me. Yeah. You know, um, if you're real, <laughs> if, if you're real. Well, mm -hmm. I had had a few encounters before that. You know, you could go to YouTube and see all the, all the videos and all that stuff on This Is Real Juan Martinez. There's Stories. like a little story there. I think I think you play. I am. You're, you're that in that. You're me. an actress I'm in, in there. Come on. And, <laughs> acting uh, debut. <laughs> come on, acting debut. And uh, the cool part is that, you know, I had a few encounters. So I already felt like mm -hmm. God was impressing, like his voice was being impressed. Yeah, in the you inside just didn't of me. know like, what it was. I, did, I didn't yeah. know how to handle it, right? Because mm -hmm. I just thought that God was really far away. And uh, I'm starting to feel these things and I'm starting to think. So it all leads so up to me being a cell. Um, basically... I just broke down one day and, and uh, there was a guy that I met there that said it was a pastor. And to give you the long, the short version of the story, he was a pastor and he said he was innocent and he d was innocent. A couple of months mm. later, they let him out. But he began to talk to me about reading the Bible and right. all of that. And I just saw something different in that man that was different from what I ever thought. You know, I saw him praying yeah. for a long time and I was like, what are you doing? How many our fathers Didn't can you possibly sense. say in an hour? And he's like, no, I was talking. And so... Uh, I, I opened up the Bible and I started in the book of Proverbs and mm -hmm. the and the four, and the Gospels, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and I began to read those and I felt like a hand mm -hmm. grabbed my face and pulled wow. me into the Bible. I, at that moment, I started learning about digesting the the word, right? Because sometimes we just read it like it's this story that we read. Yeah. And it doesn't apply to our real life today. And, and the Bible today is just as real yeah. uh, as it was then. He was the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Mm -hmm. And and as I read this, the verses, man, it was like it was like it was speaking to me. I, the, he started to show me, you know, if you've been to prison before and you you get your first commissary and you get a Snickers bar, <laughs> you take that Snickers bar and you begin to chew. Uh, on the Snicker bar. Like Savor when you take a it. bite, yeah, 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 man. When you take a bite, you just don't eat the whole Snicker bar. Yeah. Right? It's you, not the you, same as being nah, in a rush nah, nah. Snicker bar you, for a quick snack. Hey, nuh -uh. Nuh -uh. You lay back. Let me tell you how this works out. So you got your commissary. It's your first store. You got all the food in there, mm -hmm. right? And and you don't, you know, commissary ain't going to come around. It ain't like <laughs> you can go to the refrigerator. Yeah, it's not like that. No, no, no. So, so you, you take it and you pull out that Snickers bar. Come on. I see Marco in the room thinking. <laughs> He's thinking Snickers. And, and so I would, I would lay back. I'd peel that Snickers back. And all of a sudden, I'd take a bite. And mm. when I would take that, mm-hmm, you heard it. That when flavor, I would take that, yeah. yeah, I would take that bite and I would taste the chocolate. The caramel. Come on. The peanuts. Every single ingredient. Come on. And they say that it's called chewing the cud. You know, um, I believe like it's cow. Uh -huh, cow. And they have all these stomachs and you take and it digests at every level until it's finally completely digested. And mm -hmm. so that's process. what I started doing with the word. Right. I started thinking about yeah, it. I started so it musing. Wasn't, it wasn't at an altar call. It wasn't at a church service. It wasn't anything like that it was just you and god in yeah. a cell wow me and god. that's amazing me and god and the word of god the word of god uh i opened it and it just kind of did something to me and then of course i started uh he started pointing me to go to television i started looking at tbn and seeing different preachers you were having church in the cell yeah anywhere yeah. any any way any f shape form that you could get it radio yeah, without a TV. doubt without a doubt you know i took a day i remember uh like repenting and, yeah. <laughs> and i might have took it a little extreme yeah but i started trying to i remember this clearly i was in the cell and i was kneeling down i knelt down i put my hands up and i started crying out i, I literally broke down right uh -huh. and i started like lord forgive me for every woman that i've ever mistreated forgive yeah. me for every person i've ever robbed You're forgive me for every, i that list girl you were on your knees for all several night, days <laughs> I'm just, no, nah, I, I, and I don't know if I did it right or wrong. I, I just really felt repentant. Mm -hmm. You know, and they say that when you're sorry, you know, when you're sorry, it's manipulation if you continue to do If the you same continue thing. to do it, if there's no change behavior, it's manipulation. Manipulation. Um, obviously, the, after that day, I started changing my behavior. So I yeah. felt like it was a true repentance. You know, because a lot of times people are like, sorry, God, and yeah, they never yeah. really repent. Like they never really repent because they do it again and again and again. It's just to say the again. sorry. Yeah, and it's I, not I, genuine. Yeah, yeah. And I understand that, you know, we all fall short. Right. But I think there's a difference. And we, as grown adults, we know that there's a difference. You know, you keep saying sorry, you know, you're married to somebody and they're yeah. like, sorry, I cheated on you. Sorry, I cheated on you. Sorry. Over and over kidding? and over it's again. Like, yeah. After a while, you have to really think like, are, are you really sorry? Truly sorry, yeah. You know, or do you have a problem that we need to deal with? Mm -hmm. Right? That we need to really deal with. And most of the time, you know, when you allow God to show you where your flat tire is, it's up to you to change it. Yeah. Right. Like, so that is that's amazing. So from that whole childhood to the drug <clears throat> dealer lifestyle to being in prison and jails and then 
you know, just giving and devoting your entire life to God now, yeah. you became evangelist yeah. and pastor and yeah. leader. And now, you know, you did the radio for several years. Now you're back on the radio. Yeah. Back and on the radio. Now it's this is real. Yeah. And, and you know, let me let me tell you something. I, I just, you know, it was crazy. And I'm going to keep giving you the short versions, right? But right. it was crazy how I just felt like, you know, of course, it's God's grace. I can't take credit for right. any one little thing. I feel like all my wisdom comes from the Lord. And um, I, I'm just willing to put myself in a place to experience the power that God has within me, right? That goes right. through me. And uh, Jonah got spit out of the mouth of the whale, and I got spit out of the mouth of the jail. And I mm. don't. And so what winds up happening is Jonah runs back to Nineveh. Uh, Pastor Juan, or Juan, right? Juan Martinez, he gets spit out of the mouth of the jail, and all I could think about was what I needed to do and go back so that I could represent Jesus Christ and be the hands and feet. So I don't really understand sometimes when people are saved and they're not, they, they don't have that passion Active, yeah. for doing the things of God, right? Because if you're spending time with God, you want to become like him. Well, you start becoming, you have no, mm -hmm. there's no way out of it. Yeah. Right. It's, but when you just kind of like, Treat him like the visit, side chick. Visit, yeah, yeah. The side chick, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, visit him, you know, yeah. here and there. Then, of course, you might not fall in love. You're only with him for what he, he can, can do for you. Like, to he's you. a sugar daddy. Right. Sugar daddy. Mm. So, for me, that's kind of what happened. And that's how Dang. all these sugar daddy things God. happen. That's, yeah. That's real sugar right there. God. Oh, sugar daddy. <laughs> Let me tell you, most people uh, have a form of godliness, no power thereof. That's why it says in, in the end times, you, when you look at Jude and you look at all these books, it shows how people will fall away from the faith. Mm -hmm. They will walk away from it. Listen, when it, it's real easy. You know, I've been, this is my third marriage. Yeah. Don't judge me. It's my <laughs> third marriage. It's my first marriage in Christ. Yeah. My other two marriages, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Right. Real young and um, just did not know nothing about relationships, right? And uh, this marriage is completely different because mm -hmm. I'm connected to love. I'm hanging out with love. Love himself. So there can be no way that love's not permeating out of my skin. You exactly. Know what I'm saying? It's kind of like sweat. You know? <laughs> yeah. Good sweat, though. That yeah, love yeah, sweat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I, I just feel like you you just, things are different when you have this relationship. When it's you're a intimate. genuine change. Yeah. It's genuine transformation, really. Yeah, it's completely, that's what it's all about, right? And so, you, you, you know, you, you want to make sure that you have that genuine relationship, especially during these times where everything's chaotic, right? He doesn't say peace is not the absence of trouble. It's being him being in the, mid in the middle of it all. Right. Gives you peace, right? Yeah. So you're going, so you said, you know, you've been spit out of the mouth of the jail. So what, what is, why this is real? What does this mean to you? And what's your goal for impacting everyone who's listening? Well, let me tell you something why this is real so we're we have this movement uh that we've had uh for a little bit and you know we're trying to create a clothing line and apparel and all of these things and it comes from the place where the bible says that we are citizens of heaven mm -hmm. in other words if you're a puerto rican you're from puerto rico if you're a colombian you're from Colombia. If you're, uh, let's see, let's play this game. If you're from, <laughs> if you're, hey, I'm Mexican. You're Mexico. Mexico. You're doing really good. Thank you. If you're uh, Jamaican. From Jamaica. Dominican. Dem Santo it. Domingo. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. I'm like, I'm uh -huh. thinking, do I say it in Spanish or English? <laughs> yeah, you're like, <laughs> Dominicana. You're like, Dominicana. Okay, so so you get the, the, the principle here. Right. So us being citizens of heaven, we are Hevikins. Mm. And I feel like that's what we should look like, right? Um, you know, in James 2.14, it says, What good is it, my brothers, if a man claims to have faith but has no deeds? Mm. Uh, can such a faith save him, right? Wow. Um, when, when we have faith, it's a belief in something that is, has a comparable action. Again, wow. this is all going to this is real, right? Because I truly believe that when we believe in something, we have to, ex we have, to have an expression that uh, has a comparable action. Action, yeah. Right. So in other words, uh, faith is the key of everything. Right. We're saved by faith. We walk by faith. It's yep, impossible yep. to please God without yep. faith. Right. Whatever we do apart from faith is sin. Mm. So this is real is to really give you the truth wow. on 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 just 
life, right? Yeah, we yeah. want to we want to give you the truth. We want to give you what is real, right? We want to have real people with real, real problems, problems, but we want to always give you real, real solutions. solutions. See, in the, on the street, on the block, even in business realms, yeah. and even doesn't matter what we look at, uh, even on the news right now, um, you have all of these things that basically say. Um, you know that that this is real yeah these are the facts this is your this is they're, they're painting a picture of that reality yeah and it's not it's not real it's fake and um i think that counterfeit i i, I think that yeah we, i mean we don't like counterfeit sneakers we don't like counterfeit for ladies mm -hmm. they don't like counterfeit handbags they don't, yeah nobody really likes counterfeit nobody likes something that's fake or false think yeah. about it you ever been in a relationship uh, Stephanie, come on. You've been <laughs> yeah. in a relationship where somebody tells you all these things and you're just like, you know, a whole new yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. So fantastic, right? <laughs> you're, you're, you're like in a Disney movie, right? Mm -hmm. Floating. And Fairy all of a tale. sudden, mwah, mwah, mwah. Mm -hmm. You've been in that? Oh, yeah. Several times. And how'd you feel? And it's, it's trash. Honestly, you yeah. don't like that. You want someone to be honest with you. You want someone to be real with you. Somebody to give you the truth, even if it hurts. Because I feel like, you know, the truth, sometimes people are afraid of speaking of it, speaking it because mm -hmm. they want they're afraid of hurting the other person. But we do truth and grace hand in hand. Right. It's 100 percent grace and 100 percent truth. Yeah, not 50 50. Not 50 50. Well, no, a lot of times there's people that are 100 percent grace and a little bit of truth. In other words, yeah. like when they are full of grace, they're like, oh, my God, I love you. And oh, just, <laughs> just let them do whatever they want to do. Yeah. And that's not really the case. Mm -hmm. And when their person's like 100 percent truth and really then not they that don't much have grace, any, much grace. No, no, no. They're like, you're wrong. And this yeah. is what you're doing wrong. And they're just people they're the walking around with big old planks in their eyes, mm -hmm. pointing at everybody else and what they need to do. And that's well, kind of what turns people off, honestly, from fact. Because it ain't real. And relationships, it ain't real. It's that's almost, not real either. No, because that guy with truth that is pointing at all these things, that's if it's not, J Jesus came fully grace, fully truth. In other words, if that guy that's just pointing out truth without grace, that's not Jesus. Yeah. And the guy that has a bunch of grace or this grace where you could just do anything you want to do, mm -hmm. um, you can, no but with no truth. Then basically, that guy with truth, he's gonna need grace. Yep. So he's gonna be like, you should have never. Done. He has this big old log in his eye, and he's pointing it out on everybody else, not knowing that next month he's gonna it somebody can him. point it out to him. Mm -hmm. And so it says that you gotta remove that plank from your eye in order for you to even talk to me yeah. about having a good marriage, which right. we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you're gonna talk to me about a good marriage. Have a good marriage. <laughs> Have don't, one, and then I'll listen yeah, to you. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're just telling me, yeah, you can give me a little experience yeah. on what. You went through and how bad it was, and, now, and now you're a pro. No, you're not a pro. You just know what you did wrong. Right. What's gonna make you a pro is the guy who is now living out mm -hmm. by grace a good marriage, mm -hmm. and he's able to tell you now the journey that he took. Otherwise, so that's what you're doing with this. So is that's real. what we want to do. We're sharing the journey that you took, and yes, several. Yes, and we we want to always give you the the 100. You know, yeah. I think I think uh, it's Woody Moore Jr. He says. <laughs> Flat out, 100. <laughs> you got to keep it 100. Yeah, everyone says keep it 100. With keep it 100, you. right? So in other words, what they're saying is don't lie to me. Don't mm -hmm. lie to me. So on don't this show. Don't tell me a fake story. No, nah, we want to give you the truth. We want to give you the truth. The Bible says that Jesus is the truth, yeah. right? That his word. We know that his word is uncompromising, you know, and, um, you know, it will never, ever be a lie. Yeah. Right. But, you know, again, we've picked up a lot of uh, quote unquote. I'm doing the air quote unquote, yeah, yeah. right? The quote uh -huh. unquote truth. Mm -hmm. um, false so the, truth. Yeah. And so we live that reality based upon this false truth, mm -hmm. you know, like putting a butter on a burnt you know like these little things that that <laughs> yeah, we you yeah, know yeah. And then you're like oh you put butter and it's really like the worst thing you could ever do right because yep. somebody did you ever yeah yeah you ever go to a restaurant or something and they got that that fake menu at the front with the whole tray and all the fake desserts they come bring it out to you you ain't gonna yeah. take a bite of that that's nah, fake you yeah, want the real stuff fake. bring me the real one all the fake fruit every yeah. hispanic house come on somebody <laughs> Every house got the la, the la fruta, of la, la fruta fruit. plastica. Come on, they got the they got yep. the fruit that's plastic, and you don't want no plastic banana mm -hmm. or orange. You want you want the real thing. Yeah, you know you want the real thing. Yeah, but we want to make it real to where mm -hmm. it applies to everyday life, every single aspect, every walk of life. You know, because you we just shared all about you. You know, and and I have a different perspective. You know, being a young twenty something year old. Yeah, woman, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and so it's gonna yeah, because, be awesome. Yeah, it, it is because check it out, Stephanie. Even you saying that had me thinking something. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. You know, there is a truth 
at certain seasons that you're in. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. Because because I thought a certain way when I was younger, mm-hmm. and as I became older, yeah, uh, it wasn't that this was a lie. It was a truth according to the season. Mm-hmm. that I was in, right? So when I was 14, I was thinking these things. But as I got older, I gained more wisdom and I started speaking about other things. Yeah. So a lot of times we judge those things, yep. but really it's just looking from the season that Ooh, you're in. We're going to get into some yeah. more of that. Yeah. It's going to be so good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And so check it out. Every week we like to showcase a heavy hitter. And this week's hot track is Poppin' by Bizzle off the album Messenger for Independence Day. So Let's take a listen. Let's get it poppin'. Yeah, they say I'm confrontational. I want peace, just not at the cost of my silence. Speak up. From a true seeker to true speaker, true through the booth, your Bluetooth and your cool speakers. Yeah. Run up in here, I cut an ear, I'm too Peter. I bucket fear, I chuck a spear like Lou Peter. Yeah. They love it here, I hate it here. They murder babies and pervert the children and make it here. It's getting crazy, everybody claiming they gangster here. And everybody feel it, but nobody is saying here. This call over money, so I say what I want, dog. Yeah. Your favorite rapper don't need too afraid to be broke, dog. You lose your career pissing in folk. Uh-huh. But you can call black women hoes and kill all the black men that you won't go. And I don't care if you hate that, I can take that. I can take but that. stop claiming you real, knowing you hate facts. Sad thing is how fast you could diss a black queen and turn around and walk on eggshells for a drag queen. Bizzle, this what you wanna yeah. I never came for the smaller. If you gotta go down, let's get it poppin'. And see, that really ain't what I want. If you gotta go down, let's get it Say what I want if it gotta go down let's get it poppin'. I really love peace, but I'm ready for the war. So if it gotta go down, let's get it poppin'. World full of fake news, nothing real about it. Uh, Put their agenda in the middle and just build around it. You don't use your own brain, they gon' flip the whole thing and trick you with a headline to tell you how to feel about it. Call a man a racist, you'll take what he said racially. Call him homophobic, you'll take what he said hatefully. They label it hate, you can't even disagree tastefully to shake the label you switch sides it's mind slavery these people are evil don't eat with the media feeding you deceitful and wicked they giving you lenses to see it through everybody lying nobody willing to speak the truth like the lord said it would be maybe we'll see them soon yeah. i never came for the smoke if you gotta go down and let's get it poppin'. see that really ain't what i want if you gotta go down Say what I want And if it gotta go down Then let's get it poppin' I really love peace But I'm ready for the war So if it gotta go down Then let's get it poppin' They tryna turn your little boy Into a princess And they ain't even gave him A chance to be a prince yet They sick agenda Telling you to let him Clip his member He can't even pick his bedtime But he could pick his gender They say that I ain't woke I say they ignorant See I remember how the pilgrims Did the Indians Remember they ain't attack them they befriended them gave them blankets full of diseases and ended them outrage footage leaking every other week or two so you don't see the blankets they sneaking you they ain't gotta squeeze at you they feminizing your males and leading you into a lifestyle that won't allow you to reproduce one black life gone they'll march in the street with you they hand you a blanket to say abortion is free for you how else you gonna get ex-slaves to agree with you to kill themselves? say you giving them the freedom to
And now that we know a little bit about who you are, who you were, and why this is real, we want to introduce you guys to some of the segments that we're going to be doing here on This Is Real. And we want to share with you what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, I like it. You know, I wanted to share this thing because, you know, as we're going to get into the topics and stuff like that, I was reading uh, this Tony Evans thing and it mm -hmm. said, because I feel like this is so important, right? Because there's still time. There's always time. You're listening to this. Yeah. You always have time to kind of step into what God has for you, right? Mm -hmm. Because chances are that you've done something uh, over the course of your life that you're not proud of. That's In fact, good. you might have done a few th uh, things or some things uh, that feel like, oh, I, I can never get to Christ or I could never do these too things. Too far gone. Saying, yeah, you told one too many lies or you've kept one too many secrets or you've I'm hurt just a bad one person. too many people. Yes. And after a lifetime of all that behavior, you might feel like it's too late to do anything about righting your wrongs but it's never too late to make a difference so right late. yeah so that's why we're doing a lot of our topics and stuff because we believe that yeah. you can meet god wherever you're at wherever wherever you're i at. mean we just heard you know you were in a prison cell <laughs> yeah yeah and so you know god we serve a big god who is capable of overcoming the impossible and restoring the unrestorable in fact god is in the business of taking the worst of us and using it in mighty ways for his glory and yeah. his name all wow. the time that's so good right so it doesn't matter you could be like a prostitute right now yeah. or drunk or drug addict or a businessman who's never at home with his family yeah, he's thinking you like think you're yeah yeah your marriage could be like a, struggling a fire, yeah fire, catching a fire emergency yeah man and but god always has that fresh water that extinguisher yeah. right to, to put things out he just does and so that's now we're going to talk about some of the topics that we're going to share every week right yeah so one right. of the segments that we like to do and we're going to probably kick a bunch of shows off this way is our hot topic hot topics man hot topics let me tell you something because every week we want to make sure that we go head on see i love the story of david and goliath yeah right because I feel like sometimes we don't learn from that story. We're not supposed to run from these giants, right? Yeah. We go head on because we come with the stone, which is Jesus, and right? And most of them did run away. <laughs> yeah, most people, yeah, nobody wanted yeah. to fight, right? So, um, and most see the giants in the land rather than going, I have a God who's bigger than this yep, giant. Yep, yep. And uh, you know what? We're going to eat this giant for a breakfast. On some <laughs> He's toast. going down. He's your toast, giant. <laughs> and so, um, you know, the hot topics, man, we might talk about forgiveness, um, you know, marriage. We might talk about dating. Yeah, da oh, dating. Come on, for the single folks. Yeah, finances. Finances, leadership. Yeah. Like, we're going to try to t tackle tough topics sex, yep. racism. Come All on. Of it. That's like the thing. Real. And we, and we, yeah, because, I mean, the reality is that even in that topic right there let's let's be real like our fight is not against flesh and blood and sometimes we look that's the whole heaven thing uh -huh. to put us under the umbrella of brothers and sisters yeah it's really a spirit that's dividing the people yeah um it's not really like a black hispanic white thing and although we make it that and the enemy is very cunning at trying to make it that yeah. white people were fighting white people in england and 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 the hispanics were fighting hispanics yeah uh, you know in another country and black people were fighting black people yeah uh, so you know it's always that spirit that divides within even our own cultures mm -hmm. that now he's trying to use to get us to fight each other yeah because he doesn't want us to be united mm -hmm. he doesn't so topics like Those that tactics, we're going to be talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to be talking tactics, about stuff like that how to overcome them give you give you guys tangible you know things like to overcome said. yeah with guests and um we're going to have guests sometimes it's going to be us i think in the future i'm going to have a little sneak peek i think we're going to put a contest <laughs> out there if we uh decide to kind of bring a third person on if you know, start okay. thinking about it. If you're like, yo, I want to be on This Is Real. Yeah. Um, we're going to have an email where you guys can kind of uh, chime in. We're going to have... Let us uh, know. Introduce yourself. Yeah. We're going to, you know, we're going to have a little contest later or, you know, you know, are you going to be the third the person? Third. Oh, you're going to be the okay. third. Come on. <laughs> and, uh, and another thing is we're here soon. We're probably going to have things on. We have a group on Facebook called This Is Real. Mm -hmm. And we're going to probably uh, be part of the group so you get the exclusive. Yeah. And we'll all ask questions end. like, who do you, what music do you want to hear? We're going to have contests when it yeah. comes to all you musicians out there. And it's not just rap. Yeah. Uh, worship. Everything. Everything. We're, that's even going to be one of the topics. Watch out. Are you out there is the question. Yep. And so make sure you stay connected. You know? 
All right, another one of the segments <clears> that we <throat> like to do is struggle was real. The str- why not the struggle is real? Nah, Talk because we're overcoming it. You know, we're not going to stay in the struggle. Yeah, we all face a struggle in whatever walk of life we're at. You know, you're how old are you, Pastor Mon? You're Ooh, about to be about close to, be to 50. Big 40 close to, and I'm about to be 30, close to close wow. to 30. Come on, girl. So, you so know, 30. yeah, close to 30. <laughs> hey, no, it's funny because when you're young, right, when you're really young, uh-huh. you, you're like, you, you, you're like you, 15 you and a half. You round up. You round yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And then in the middle, you're like cool with it, right? Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm whatever. 28. I'm 28. 28. All of a sudden, like, you know, when you get older, what yeah. happens is like you're, you don't want a half or nothing. You're just like, no, I'm <laughs> good. Give, I'm, give me I'm, the real number. I'm, I'm 48, you know? And so, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, but. no. So, but, <clears throat> but basically what struggle was real is we're just going to talk about different things, different struggles, because, I mean, nobody on here is perfect. You know, yeah. we serve a perfect God, but yeah. all of us have had struggles in every <clears throat> area of our life. But the good thing, you know, through the grace of God, through reading his word, through surrounding yourselves with the right people, the right, you know, coaches, things like that, we can overcome struggles. And yeah. so basically we want to just help each other do that. We're going to share, be transparent. Yeah. That's what it's about on this sure. is real. And we're going to share how the struggle was real. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? Let me tell you something. It, it's, 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 we want to, we always want to give you the truth, mm-hmm. even in that, right? Because we understand that when we struggle with something, that's a fleshly matter. Yeah. So we're always going to give you, uh, what at the cross looks like, right? Mm-hmm. Because as Christians, we, Jesus says that he's overcome the world. So yeah. understanding that he's already overcome, if we follow him, then we overcome. It's quite simple. You know, he's the groom and everything about Christianity is about becoming one with the groom. He goes with me everywhere I go, but everywhere I go, he is with me. Ooh. And so here's the thing. Um, in that segment, we're always going to show you how Jesus overcame the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, in us, yeah. we have the same power to overcome, right? He quickens yeah. our mortal body and brings anything that seems like it's dead back to life. That is Come on. so good. Another one yeah. of the segments that we're going to be sharing with you guys is fear factor. Ooh, what is that, mommy? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? The fear factor, man. A lot of times we just, we, I feel like the word fear sometimes is kind of like taboo in, in, I oh, feel yeah, like yeah, in Christianity, yeah. right? Because it's you like, no, I don't it. walk in the spirit of fear and yeah. God doesn't give a spirit of fear. Yeah. And in, even that, in the context, uh, even in regular, not walking yeah. in the spirit of fear is, is knowing that you're saved. Yeah. That's what that's really talking about. When you're securing your salvation, you have nothing to fear. Yeah. yeah, but the fact is, is that some of us struggle oh, yeah. with oh, yeah. different no, we get nervous, we get scared, scared. Yeah. yeah, until All you overcome the time. it. There's new, you know, times in your life. There's <clears throat> new seasons. It can be anything. It can give. It can be from a new career change to a new family yeah. to fear of, you know, loneliness. All Facts. of that. We yeah. all fa- face a fear factor in our life at yeah. some point. You know, I had a fear. What was your fear? Time. I had a fear. <laughs> I was scared of bugs. And I was looking, <laughs> you hey, still look, scared I of bugs. Scared of bugs. <laughs> And so, yo, I, I, I mean, I, I, here's the thing. I get really nervous, and uh-huh. I'm kind of, uh, when, when it comes to, like, depending on the bug, too. Like, a corny little bug, no problem. <laughs> but if the bug has eyes, and he kind of eyelash extensions, and he, and his he eyes, like, his I eyes. see you, Juan. Oh, yeah, no, no. I get a little nervous. <laughs> and now, I overcome it because in that nervousness, I kind of, like, do you say? I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. And then I go, now I might beat that spider up, like, wapam, 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 like, you know. But, no, 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 I really had a fear. Yeah. And, and my fear was now, although you people are like, oh, the personality, all that. When I first started pastoring, mm-hmm. tell us, I, I had a fear, dear young pastor. Yeah, uh, I had a fear because um, my fear was that I was like, you know, I, I didn't feel like I was smart enough. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got the people out there. I'm telling yeah. you, if I wasn't secure, it, yes, if I wasn't secure in my walk, I probably would have left Christianity. According Long to a lot of ago. people who have a form of godliness, the truth people without great, yeah, yeah, you know, that that point at you and they're like, you don't read the King James, or you don't do this right, or you mm-hmm. don't do that right. Religious, yes. And so they they beat you down. And and the reality was that I knew who I was, so I did not fall for it. But I thought I was dumb. I thought I was dumb. I thought I wasn't smart enough according to what I saw. I was comparing. I was doing all kinds of stuff. And I was like, dude, like, I don't know if I could do this, right? Because Mm -hmm. look at all these guys. Look at T.D. Jakes, you know, all these people. And the reality was that I realized one day when I read scripture and it said that I can ask God for wisdom. Yeah. And at that moment, I think scriptures do everything. I started thinking to myself, you know what? If God knows everything. Right. And I am connected. To wisdom. Yeah. Guess what? 
I'm a genius. Automatically. I'm a genius. So <laughs> that's how I overcame that. But I, it, it, it would mess with me a lot. Yeah. It would mess with me. It would not let me move forward because how could you move forward when you feel paralyzed yeah. over something that's not true? So I embraced that reality. And so yeah. in everything that I did was like, can I do that? Because I'm not smart enough. Can I do this? Can I do this? Yeah, so, so it played a major factor in your life yeah. and everything that you were doing, but you overcame it. Yeah, I had to put the giant in a headlock. You know what it <laughs> says is that you take that that thing and you you bind it. Yeah. So I, I literally did that. I, I I called them into the room mm -hmm. and then I took Come rope here, and sucker. tied him up. I tied him up. In this case, I did the whole mob thing, yeah. put some bricks on his feet oh, and threw him in no. the... Oh, no. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to that dirty devil. Oh, okay. Come yeah, on. to the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah to that fear thing. That man, so I had... You got to do that. Yeah. One of the fun mm -hmm. things I think about fear factor is that i think because it's a little bit taboo of saying that oh we don't walk in fear and all of that i think People the really awesome yeah. thing is identifying what the fear is you mm -hmm. know because sometimes people just walk around in life and you know maybe you're going from relationship to relationship and you don't realize that that was a fear of being by yourself you know or maybe you're just going after your your work and your career and you become a workaholic and it's a fear of poverty because you were broke growing up or something like that you know Absolutely. and so it's identifying that fear and then facing it and overcoming it so that's yeah. what i really like about fear factor you know you know one thing that we like to say like the whole gwc family yeah right you know we uh we um love to say that's crazy <laughs> no no that's, that's god. god yeah yeah we love <laughs> to say that and i think the the that's crazy faith always steps out, right? In other yeah. words, if you say you trust God, it should affect your feet, mm -hmm. right? You see it in James 2 where he says, the ancestor Abraham considered righteous uh, for what he did, and he offered his son Isaac on the altar. So I think that's cool because, you know, having faith is that your, di your divine persuasion. God is, the wind of the Spirit of God is pushing you. So even though you might be scared, mm -hmm. You be be of good courage, be yeah. of good cheer. You know we understand that we could be bold, not because maybe we're, we're still gonna be scared. Yeah. But you move forward. Yeah, and we're here together, mm. doing it together. You know, you're not alone. We're gonna overcome and, and tackle them. Absolutely. And give you guys the tools. So I, one I love of that. The so other, that's gonna yeah. be fun. Yeah, that, gonna fear be factor's fun. gonna be nice, especially with guests, because I, <laughs> I really want to know. Yeah, like, the inside What scoop. were you scared of? Because yeah. a lot of times when we look at the people that have these bold faith and you know you're you like, wow they have a lot of faith that's crazy because that goes along with our, our next segment our one of the segments that we'd like to do is you think you know me yeah think yeah you know me, me. Come on, so what, is that? what we do on you think you know me is man we just tackle and invite people ourselves or other guests that we may have on the show um to address inaccurate assumptions that people have made about them mm. and that could be about man. anything you know man, whether good. you have an influence or you don't have an influence yeah i feel like just walking in a grocery store you might assume that yeah, yeah. because you look at someone and you see maybe the clothes that they're wearing or the car that they drive that you know what there must be this type of person and maybe yeah. you've experienced it like hey they think they know me but you know they're they're talking to me and they're they're assuming that i'm a certain type of person but really we're we're making it straight absolutely and you know what i, I think that's important because we live in a society where i feel like everybody has a platform and everybody mm -hmm. has a lot of mouth and I mean that in the sense where sometimes we prejudge things or uh, we make assumptions yeah. based off an Instagram post. Yeah, we've or got like, Twitter, Instagram, or, yeah, Snapchat, anything. anything and, and they don't be know the story behind it. They yeah. haven't, you know, they haven't sat. I saw today uh, where somebody, two, uh, it was a post, and two, the uh, guy and a girl were looking at the number six and from different sides. And right, one guy said it was a six and the other one said it was a nine. Yeah. And uh, I from think where they were of, sitting. Yeah. And I think um, wherever you positioned from, that's why we all have to be positioned from uh, heavenly places, right? Like mm -hmm. Jesus sat at the right hand of the Father and we position ourselves in Christ so that we could, as brothers and sisters, always come to the place where we can, it's not about being right, but it's about what's, what's right, right, right? And so when we look at things like that, and I feel, I mean, I'm sorry, but I feel like we suck at that. And I'm going to talk oh, yeah. to what I have authority over, yeah. the church. Speak it. I feel like the church, we got to get better at that because when we get better at that, we remember we're saying to the whole planet, we have the answer. Mm -hmm. So I can't talk to the world because the world's just thinking how the world thinks. Yeah. Right. And the world is really like thought patterns and, and they're sourced from a worldly perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, as believers, we can't be, I, I think just sometimes we just got to get better better yeah. at you think you know me because yeah. we want to like say something and that's why we, we actually want to do a segment yeah. because there's going to be people on the show you know like real talk cam all of these people that uh brian trejo yep. right all these people that people have said stuff that were completely inaccurate. i think antoine we had a 
show with Antoine. It's on our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And everybody thought he was mad. Yeah. You know, wait a minute. They think that about you sometimes, They think that about me all the time. They're like, man, you know, ever since I was, like, younger, you know, I remember in high school, a girl went up to my brother and was like, hey, your sister doesn't like me. And he he goes, hey, you don't like that girl? And I said, who is it? I'm like, introduce me to her because I've never seen her before wow, in my life. Wow. I didn't Why even did know who that? it was. I think it's just my face. Serious? Yeah, face? I'm just walking down the hall, just Come on. minding my business, you know, yeah. but... And so you were a little more serious. Yeah, more serious. Maybe when you start thinking, you get a little more serious. Because I think, I think you've, you've, I think yeah, you've walked in in before. my office. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what's wrong? She doesn't like us. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't thinking that because uh, I know you. Yeah. That's the thing. So I know, like, if she's not like that, if I see you like that, I know you're either thinking of something or maybe you're having a bad day. Yeah. But ultimately, I that's would. That's not I, who I am. Yeah, it's not who you mm-hmm. are. So you think you know me is going to be really good. And yeah, I think you guys gonna are going to really enjoy it too. It's going to make you probably think twice before you say something about somebody. And yeah. that's the goal. And not of you to think be you know so me. quick to, yeah. That's the goal. That's the yeah. goal. Because only, you know, Tupac, right? Only <laughs> God can judge me. Well, that's a, you know, that's a big deal. <laughs> that's a big deal. Uh, and I think, you know, it. it Again, it has to be accurate from a conversation yeah. where you get to know. I hear so many people talk about so many people. And I mean, social thing, media, like, everybody know? has a platform. Everybody wants yeah, to say, everybody wants know. to. You don't even know them. Yeah, you don't know. You think you know me. Yeah, thank you. No, <laughs> and so one of the uh, other segments that we're going to be discussing, which I really like, it's one of my favorites because I feel like it applies. It doesn't matter your age. Um, dear Younger Me. Wow. So Dear Younger Me, we dear love to talk about me. different advice that we would give ourselves or maybe our guests are going to give mm. um, to a younger version of ourselves. And so like we were talking about earlier, you know, we're in different walks of life, myself and Pastor Juan. But um, I feel like there's always something that we have learned in our journeys and in our mistakes and our falling and getting up and even in, in new things that you experience that you're like, man, if I, I wish I would have known this back then. Yeah. And so we always want to give advice to other people. And so we address it as dear younger me. Like, what would you tell Juan Martinez, dear younger Juan Martinez? What yeah. would you tell him and what advice would you give him? Uh, I, I, I like this a lot, a lot. And it's actually one of my favorites, too. And, yeah. you know, we do it in a lot of different ways when we depending on the guests yeah, that we yeah, have. Yeah. Right. Because I think a lot of times like Everybody that is even good at something, Mm -hmm. right? Not even from the, you know, because I like to call it like the back to the future car, right? The DeLorean. DeLorean. Come on. In the DeLorean, you were with Buff. What was the guy's name? I don't Uh, know I I think it's Buff or something like that. But anyway, they go (laughs) back in time. Mm -hmm. And he gets to tell the younger Younger version of him what he needs to do, right? In order to fulfill the destiny. And I feel like a lot of times... We just don't learn things, you know, like let's say you struggled and you became a teacher, Mm -hmm. but you failed the test a couple of times and you did certain things and all of a sudden now you become a teacher. Yeah. I feel like it's our civic duty. Yeah. Right. To really teach forth some of the things, you know, some people call it mental property as believers, as believers. And and I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But as believers, I feel like we're supposed to teach forth so that the next generation gets better than yeah. we do, right? And so maybe you became an officer or maybe like you're in poli- you know, whatever yeah. it is that you're in. It's like opposite of what I feel like the world does because mm. in the world, you don't want to teach no. somebody else what you learned the hard way or maybe through school or education or whatever yeah. because it's a, it's a competition, I feel like. But Absolutely. no, as believers, we're supposed to walk with our brothers and sisters yeah. in Christ and bring each other up. And hey, if you can help a brother or sister avoid stumbling yeah. because you stumbled in the past, then that's what it's all about. Absolutely. It's about linking arms and being a body and helping people get to where God has them. So it's not, even even as a pastor, sometimes I think like, it's not a, it's not to get you where I want you to be. Mm-hmm. And it's not to get you where you want you to be. Yeah. It's to get you where God, God. wants you to be. Yep. Right. So even in, in this, you know, there's two ways, right? Because you can talk to the younger you that was 13 or, and, and, or 15 yeah. or 17 or whatever, wherever it was, or Age. Uh, for you, it might be Three years ago, hey, right? It might have been a time ago, where Stephanie could have used some good advice that twenty-seven-year-old Stephanie has. Yeah, so, so you know, uh, obviously, you know, for me, what I would say to myself um, at thirteen is that I would I would go back probably thirteen or okay. maybe twelve to really catch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because if where I went at thirteen, and the battle is going to be there, so <laughs> I would go like at twelve, back. and I would start speaking to that younger me and saying, "Hey, you're cool. You're special. Mm-hmm. You don't need." all these things to get you to feel like you're special like 
stop trying to show the world that you're special according to these things that you're trying to get into. Yeah. Which is like, you know, because I'm seeing all the movies and all the drug movies and all the drug music and all the hype. You know, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to literally live the life of Biggie. I'm trying to live a life of Jay-Z. I'm trying to live all these lives that, you know, that's how they chose to live their life. And that's how they chose to walk it out. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I thought I needed to be them or be that or Scarface or whatever so that I could be cool. Yeah. Not knowing that God had a plan for my life mm-hmm. and that I would be just as cool or mm-hmm. cooler. Yeah. Come on. Cooler. Cooler than what cooler. they showed in the movies. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Because I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm cool now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you're so, super dope. Pastor. Oh, thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Thanks, and so are you. Thanks. And so, and so here, um, so that's what I would say. And if I would talk to myself, um, like a year ago. Mm, no, let's go like two <clears throat> years ago. Two years ago, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Right. So if I, talk, I would talk to myself during the Hurricane Harvey mm-hmm. stuff and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, because I felt like that storm. Sometimes we think storms are bad, and mm-hmm. storms sometimes get you to the place that God wants to get you. Yeah. To. So I mean, who told you that that was? Because that was right? a big, you know, change that was a in big your life. change in my life. Yeah. So you know, it moved me to what I thought. God told me a few years ago to move to a certain place, do a certain thing, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. And then it took a storm to move me there. Mm. Uh, so God got me there, and I could look at it as, you know, because I'm in the boat with a backpack going, oh, my yeah, God, I'm going to lose everything. You, yeah. And God was like, everything? Really, <laughs> I was losing nothing because things yeah, meant him. nothing. Yeah, yeah, but you got to be in a situation like that. So at that time, I would tell him that it's going to be better. The st- through that storm, on the other side, of the rainbow. Did they say that? Right on the other side of the rainbow. Somewhere over the rainbow. Not going to sing, but okay. sure. <laughs> so on the other side of the rainbow are the promises of God. The other side of that storm, yeah. there was a plan. And I went through that storm, and mm-hmm. it made me a greater person. And it always gave, and it gave me a great perspective. But, yeah. but, but enough about me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Let's do this way. with you. Okay. Dear younger Stephanie, <laughs> you know, you see the what age? Bubble. What age? Uh, I don't know. What age would you? What age would you go back to? Um, I would probably, I, I would probably go to two. I would say, I would say probably like 17, 17 year old Stephanie. You know, because I was fresh out of high school. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. that's kind of when I started when it, going into like the party lifestyle and yep. you know, boys and all of that. And I would just tell her like, hey, you know what? You are enough. You're enough the way you are what you're doing because i had a really strong relationship with god growing up and wow, you know deviated cool. deviated from oh, it and man. i just didn't lie. yeah you, i sure did i i just didn't you know i didn't understand of i didn't really fully understand forgiveness and him renewing you and all of that you know so that's what i would yeah, yeah. tell younger stephanie and any 17 year old girl that feels that way that's really good okay yeah. so stephanie you know what we have a short time here left mm-hmm. but you know what would be in your older years now yeah um what year would you go to it could be based on relationships it could be based upon anything where you felt like you learned a lot um but at that moment it seemed like you were oh yeah what, what would <laughs> oh, you what, what would you go to and what would I'd it be probably about go to i would say probably around three three four years ago i would say uh-huh. uh you know because it was a very interesting time of my life and i think as a woman that's kind of so like four years ago i was like 23 you know and so i think Every woman kind of has that, oh, you know, I was going to be married by then and I don't have to start a kid, you know, have kids, start a family, all of that. But I would just go back and tell her like, hey, you know what? Run your race. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. And this is the life that God called you to. And you're going to live it out and walk it out in the way that he designed it. And don't look to your left. Don't look to your right. And just continue to have a relationship with him. Because your relationship with him is the number one thing that's going to build and be the foundation for your relationships with everyone, with family. Because it has. It's trickled out into my relationships with my family, with my friends, you know, every single aspect of my life. And I think that was the most important thing that I I would say I would give to myself four years ago is that, you know what? Run your race. Focus on you. Focus on your relationship with God. And, and don't bite the bullet of, of comparison. Like, it's such an ugly place to live in, especially with society and social media and, you know, all your friends are getting married or all oh, these people have this career and all of that. So that's mine. That, that's really good. And so, you know what? I wanted to 
uh, just have a final a final word, you know, because yeah. we always like to end it like this, and that's a wrap, right? We want to we want to end it with that's a wrap, and so you know, remember uh, that faith, or like we like to say, crazy faith has evidence of trust. Philippians two twelve says, "What I'm getting at, friends, is that you should simply keep on doing what you've uh, done from the beginning. When I was living among you, uh, you lived uh, in response to obedience. Uh, now that I have separated from, keep it up." Thanks for tuning in, guys, to This Is Real. Make sure to watch us on YouTube at This Is Real with Juan Martinez. If you're looking for a church home, visit us at www.getwrapped.tv for all of the information or write us at P.O. Box 671-626, Houston, Texas 77267. We want to thank all our partners for making this show possible and showing love and support. And if you'd like to partner with us, visit JuanMartinez.tv. And you know what? That's, That's a wrap. wrap.